Namaskar. This is Akhilesh Bhargav. Welcome to Tidbits on Business and Finance with me. SEBI recently passed a serious order punishing and penalizing the Bombay Dying and Manufacturing Company Limited. Let's call it Bombay Dying. So SEBI punished Bombay Dying and its promoters, the powerful Wadia family headed by Nusli Wadia, and also some key management persons of the Bombay Dying Group for indulging in an allegedly fraudulent scheme of misrepresentation of the company's financial statements from financial year 2011-12 to financial year 2018-19, which is for a period of seven years. The Bombay Dying Group is among the oldest business conglomerates of India with interest in textiles, apparels, consumer goods, coffee plantations, real estate, and also civil aviation, it being the owner of the airline Go Air. SEBI's action comes after it received numerous complaints pursuant to which it conducted a detailed investigation into the affairs of Bombay Dying for this period of seven years, which is 2011-12 to 2018-19. SEBI says that Bombay Dying and its group company Scal Services Limited executed a well-thought and deliberate, fraudulent and manipulative scheme to record non-genuine sales of 2,493 crores and profits of 1,302 crores during this seven-year period. And it thus inflated the revenues and profits of Bombay Dying by misrepresentation of its financial statements. That is a serious violation and a serious allegation. For such violations, which involve the publishing of untrue financial statements of Bombay Dying and SCAL, which constitutes a manipulative and unfair trade practice against the minority shareholders of Bombay Dying and against the capital market at large, SEBI's order stated that it debarred Bombay Dying and its promoters, which is Nusli Wadia and his sons Jahangir and Nes Wadia, from the securities market for two years for indulging in what it called an allegedly fraudulent scheme of misrepresentation of the company's financial statements. SEBI restrained the Vardias from holding the position of a director and from being a key management person in any listed company for a period of one year. The regulator imposed penalties of 15.75 crores for such misconduct and malpractices, which included a penalty of rupees 2.25 crores levied on Bombay Dying, rupees 4 crores on Nusli Wadia, rupees 5 crores on Jahangir Wadia, and rupees 2 crores on Nes Wadia for their involvement in this dubious practice. SEBI also barred 10 entities, including SCAL services, all a part of the Wadia group, and their directors and key persons for a period of two years from the capital markets. So the question is, what were the violations that Bombay Dying and SCAL do? The modus operandi of what SEBI calls a deliberate fraudulent scheme by which bogus sales and profits of thousands of crores were recorded by Bombay Dying over a seven-year period was as follows. Till 2011, Bombay Dying owned a direct stake of 49% in SCAL services, a company wholly owned and controlled by the Bombay Dying Group, thus making it an associate company of Bombay Dying, whose financial results, by being an associate company, had to be therefore consolidated and disclosed with the financial statements of Bombay Dying. 
Sky was a loss-making company with negligible revenues and a negative net worth of 3 crores in 2012, a negative net worth of 14 crores in 2013, and a negative net worth of 42 crores in 2014. In order to avoid the disclosure of the finances of SCAL in the financial statements of Bombay Dime, the shareholding of Bombay Dime in SCAL was reduced in March 2012 from 49% to 19%, which is just below the threshold of 20% to avoid it being classified as an associate company of Bombay Dime and to thus avoid the reporting of the finances of SCAL in the consolidated financial statements of Bombay Dime. The fact is that despite such reduction of shareholding, the affairs of SCAL were always under the direct control of Bombay Dime and its promoters. After such reduction of the Bombay Dime shareholding in SCAL, Bombay Dime entered into MOUs with SCAL during 2012 to 2014 to show real estate sales of 3,033 crores to SCAL. A real estate sale occurs only upon transfer of ownership rights under the registered sale deeds. But here, Bombay Dime showed real estate sales of thousands of crores under mere MOUs of questionable credibility and with negligible payments being received against such sales from SCAL services. Thereafter, based on the percentage completion method with reference to these MOUs, Bombay Dime accounted for non-genuine sales of Rs. 2,493 crores and profits of Rs. 102 crores in its books till 2018. Interestingly, while Bombay Dime recorded real estate sales of almost 2,500 crores to SCAL in its books of accounts, SCAL did not record any corresponding real estate purchases in its books and it paid a paltry sum of 186 crores to Bombay Dime against the so-called real estate purchases of thousands of crores from Bombay Dime. It was thus clearly a case of bogus sales and bogus profits of thousands of crores being recorded by Bombay Dime in its books under a sham arrangement with SCAL, a company whose affairs were wholly controlled by Bombay Dime. To hide these dubious transactions, Bombay Dime did not consolidate the financial statements of SCAL with its own because the accounting standards require that such transactions as in the case of real estate sales by Bombay Dime to SCAL, which remain unpaid for, must be eliminated and they cannot be considered as its income, which of course Bombay Dime did not want to do. So what did the SEBI order say? The findings and conclusion of SEBI upon investigating these transactions between Bombay Dime and SCAL as per its order were as follows. The first thing, SEBI says that SCAL was always a company controlled by Bombay Dime and that its shareholding was restructured to reduce it to 19% only to camouflage the entire transaction with SCAL. SEBI then says that the so-called real estate sales of Bombay Dime and the profits thereunder as were recorded by Bombay Dime were not genuine and thus SEBI called it a well-thought and deliberate, fraudulent and manipulative scheme to record non-genuine real estate sales to SCAL and that the shareholding of SCAL was restructured only to hide this reality of recording non-genuine or bogus sales and profits. The third, SCAL never recorded a corresponding purchase of real estate in its books of accounts. If Bombay Dying had sold 
real estate to it, Scale should have recorded corresponding purchases, but it never did that. The fourth, such bogus sales and artificially inflated profits according to SEBI affect the market price of the share of a listed company, which has a direct bearing on the investment decision of the investors and interferes with the normal price discovery mechanism and the integrity of the securities market. SEBI said that there is no allegation of any diversion or siphoning or misutilization of funds of Bombay Dying for the benefit of the promoters of Bombay Dying or the directors and promoters of SCAL. But that's because this issue, which is the issue of diversion or siphoning or misutilization of funds, was not the object and subject of this investigation at all. And we think that such investigation of misutilization of siphoning, etc., is normally done by other agencies like SFIO, Enforcement Director, ITD, etc. SEBI also said that there is no allegation in this investigation of any disproportionate gain or unfair advantage gained by Bombay Dime or its promoters due to these alleged violations and that it has no idea of the lost cost to the investors due to misrepresentation of financial statements, which is also, according to it, practically impossible to quantify now. So what did Bombay Dime have to say? During the course of the investigation, Bombay Dime denied all the allegations and sought to justify such bulk sales of real estate to scale by speciously saying that such bulk sales were done to ensure upfront cash flows which can be used for general corporate purposes, which actually never did materialize. Against the so-called sales of thousands of crores, all it received from scale over a seven-year period was 186 crores and that too it was money borrowed from group companies. The response of Bombay Dying to the SEBI order was that all the transactions are legitimate and genuine and are in compliance with law. It said that the accounts of Bombay Dying had been presented by its management, reviewed by its audit committee and opined upon by the auditors who advised that the accounts were fully compliant with the applicable law and the applicable accounting standards. Bombay Dying says that its board largely consists of independent directors who had also been guided by the expert opinion of outside consultants. According to it, it is inappropriate for SEBI to do a post-facto analysis of the collective commercial decisions of the board and to hold them liable for the collective decisions that were so taken. Bobendine says that the transactions did not and could not by any reasonable interpretation or extrapolation have violated SEBI regulations. It pointed out that SEBI has noted that no benefits were made by the promoters and no funds were diverted, but it yet issued a far-reaching set of directions. It said that the company will be exercising its statutory rights to file an appeal. The long and short is that Bombay Dying denies the allegations. To us, Bombay Dying is wrong when it says that SEBI has noted that there was no siphoning, diversion or misutilization of the funds by Bombay Dying and its promoters. The SEBI order clearly mentions that these allegations were not part of the show cause notices and were thus not subject to any investigation by SEBI. The fact is that such large-scale inflation of sales and profits of Bombay Dying to show a rosy picture 
was done deliberately by design. What Sebi calls a well thought out and deliberate fraudulent manipulation of its financial statements. And that too for a period of seven years. It continued for several years and it had to have a purpose which is yet to be investigated by any agency or authority which normally is the job of the likes of SFIO, Enforcement Directorate, Income Tax Department etc. to do. The purpose of such large-scale manipulation of financial statements for seven years is not yet known. But such inflation of revenues and profits is done by companies to show a rosy picture for several reasons. And what could they be? The first one, to raise debt funds from banks and other lenders by showing strong financials. The second one, to raise equity funds from P funds or from strategic investors or under an IPO or a rights issue, etc. Third one, to manipulate share prices and offload promoters' equity for huge gains. The fourth, to maintain a healthy price of shares which may have been offered as a collateral security to lenders by the promoters. The fifth, to support an investment-grade superior credit rating. The seventh, to entice secondary market investors to invest in the company's shares. The seventh, to ward off any hostile takeover that may be possible. And of course, to take any other benefit that accrues because of robust financial statements of a company, which here, according to SEBI, were fraudulently manipulated by Bombadine. The larger issue needs to be investigated, which is why was it done and who benefited out of it. This is Akhilesh Bhargav signing off till we meet again. Namaskar. Now be the first to know about the latest updates on our new news app. Go on your Android or iOS, search for HW News Network. Download our app, choose the language you prefer to get updates in and be up to date with the latest news.